you're having a fantastic day. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast. Uh, this is a special one for us. This is uh, exciting uh, because rather than, as we've normally been doing, talking about a specific episode of a show uh, like Andor, which we've been covering for the past three-ish months or so, um, today, the title of the episode, as you've probably seen from clicking on it, uh, is something along the lines of why we love Star Wars, uh, which is one that I think for us is, is a really fun one to cover because, you know, if you're watching the video on YouTube or if you're listening to the uh, podcast on Spotify or Apple, you likely probably have some love for Star Wars as well. So um, we're just kind of doing this one out of a, a love for a pure love for Star Wars. But uh, before we hop into that, uh, first of all, let me ask you, Joey, how is your day going? How have you been doing this week? It's uh today has been pretty good. This week has been for some reason kind of slow. I don't know why. I think I've been waiting for us to record for a little bit. So, um, you know, we had a our we had our first, um, I guess podcast real meeting that we had over the weekend to talk about over what we're gonna do over the next month. So, um, I've just been thinking about recording here. I just want to record all of them at this point, and let's just do it. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> let's just stay up till 6 in the morning and record, like, five episodes tonight. Yeah, that's, if, if we could do that, that would be fine. Um, no, but, you know, so, yeah, I've been we I've been looking forward. You know, you sent me these questions to really think about, so I've just been, uh, been yeah, I've been excited to start this up. In the meantime, I've just been keeping busy with uh, trying to finish this uh, Fortnite battle pass that, that ends go. at the end of the, end of the month, or uh, end of the week, so... Um, but yeah, so a little, a little bit of a distraction there, but no, I've been, I've been doing well. How, how, how you doing? Good. Been great. Uh, this week seems to like be flying by for me, honestly. And it's hard to believe tomorrow is already December. Like that's crazy, man. Um, and, and, and like you said, we met and part of the reason for that was to kind of map out the month of December, uh, in terms of what we wanted to do, you know, podcast wise, because, uh, December is like a very brief dry spell, I guess, if you will, of Star Wars content before we get just this torrential downpour of, of 2023 content, which I'm very pumped, very excited for. Uh, Bad Batch will be probably the next thing we cover show-wise uh, in full here on the channel. We may do... I, I, now I'm already forgetting what, we've, what we planned out, but I think we've got a few you know snippets of, of some other shows that we'll sprinkle in throughout the month of December. Uh, but I guess the next new show we'll be covering is Bad Batch at the beginning of January. Um, so we'll be kicking off 2023 with a bang. Um, what a crazy way. This, that's a weird year to even hear. 2023 seems 2023. so far in the future, but it's literally a month away. We are literally living in the future. We're now past uh, <laughs> how far Back to the Future took place in, which is kind of funny to think about. Um, and, and before we hop into this first set of, of Star Wars-related questions, I uh, just want to remind everyone that if you want to tweet at us uh, or send us an email, either of those options are available. You can tweet at us at hot, ha at hot hangout, excuse me, over on Twitter. Or if you want to send us a message or a question or anything Star Wars related via email, hot hangout at gmail.com. You can reach us there. Um, Joey also briefly mentioned the uh, Fortnite Battle Pass. We both stream over on Twitch. If, if you uh, are interested in following us there and checking out some of our gaming content, that's also an option. Uh, and then, of course, the podcast channel uh, on Spotify and Apple and on YouTube, um, where we, I think, are closing in on 50 subscribers. So shout out to uh, all the YouTube subs. Appreciate y'all. 
Let's go. And also, we we have a video that actually topped 1,000 views. Yeah. Probably within the past, like, half hour, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think it, when we checked right before the pod, it was at 1,001. So um, shout out to, to all the, the viewers and listeners of Hop Hangout uh, who uh, watched our, our first ever video to go over 1,000 views. That was a pretty cool milestone for us. So yes, absolutely. thanks, guys. Thank um, you. All right. Why we love Star Wars. This is a this is I guess a, a, first of all, let me say this is a fun opportunity for us. Uh, but also at the same time, <laughs> I think when we were talking about this, we were both like worried that we were just gonna kind of like ramble about why we love Star Wars the whole time, uh, which was part of the reason we kind of like we're like we should probably have some sort of outliner prompt for this because <laughs> if you if you don't set a time limit on Joey and I for for a why we love Star Wars podcast, we would literally go for a couple hours. So. Yeah, we, you know, I don't know if 24 hour streams are a thing on YouTube, but I think we might be able to fill that time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the thing we're going to start off with, um, which I think is, is very, uh, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense is, is our first memory of Star Wars or that maybe that first moment, why, um, why we chose to watch it or whether we remember like what the occasion was when we watched it. Uh, and what it was about that moment that really um, made us, you know, fall in love with Star Wars as a franchise. Do you want me to start? Or do you want to start? You go first. You go first. I want to hear your story. Okay. Okay. My... Yeah, we don't we don't know each other's stories at all, so this is all new to us. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I like the only thing you know about my story of of why I I started loving Star Wars is the movie I watched first, which I will also include as part of my story. Um, and I'll come back to that because I'm a little bit ashamed of what movie it is. <laughs> um but the episode nine yeah <laughs> no no offense to anyone out there who watched the sequels before the originals of the prequels but man anyways um so my first star wars memory i was probably i'm trying to like map this out because um i was born between the time when the original trilogy and the prequels came out and so I was, um, I was probably when episode one came out, I think I was probably like four, three or four. Um, and so I was still like too young to have known what Star Wars was, but I remember episode two coming out more concretely. And, um, and I remember when I was probably about six or seven, um, which probably would have been cause episode two was 2002, I want to say. So. Um, I think this was probably 2003-ish was when this would take place, where um, we had just gotten a, a a box set of VHS tapes. Um, I, I don't know if my dad got them or, or you know, how if we got them as a Christmas present or something, but we got a box set of VHS tapes, and it was episodes 4, 5, and 6, and episodes 1 and 2, because episode 3 had not come out at the time. Uh, of Star Wars, which is such a weird set to sell, I feel like. Like, yeah. let, let's <laughs> right, yeah. let's sell five of the six, not include the the sixth one, which is eventually <laughs> right. coming. But, anyways, we got that as a as a Christmas present or something like that. And um, I was also a part of the background of this story. My dad is something you have to know about my dad is that it, he's a huge fan of movies. I think that's a lot of the reason why I love movies um, is I, I get a lot of that from him. But at the same time, I think. And I, I don't mean this as any sort of like, like subtle brag or anything against my dad, but I think I definitely understand and pay more attention to the details of movies than he does. 
as an example, uh, and this will all kind of tie back into Star Wars, but as an example, um, growing up, we used to go to the premiere of every single Harry Potter movie together uh, at midnight, right? And it was always like a thing, starting with, I think, like Prisoner of Azkaban. We would always go to the midnight premiere of every new Harry Potter showing. And, um, and then I can just remember like talking to him about the movie the next day and him being like, wait, who was that? Like, and he doesn't remember anything about it. You know, he's like, that was great. And then you'll talk to him about it a week later. He's like, I literally don't remember anything about the movie. So, okay. So you have to understand that that's kind of my dad's approach to movies. Right. And so, um, I think maybe my uncle was in town too. And so we're all, uh, we just got this box set of star Wars movies and, and, um, I wish I could remember the process for why we chose the movie we chose to watch first. Um, because my dad, you know, he went to the Star Wars movies when they came out. You know, he said, you know, I've talked to him about it before. He's like, yeah, I went to see it in 77 when, when before it was even called New Hope, when Star Wars came out. And, um, and so he went to see, you know, the original trilogy. And for some reason, to this day, it still bothers me that we chose this. For some reason, the first Star Wars movie out of the episodes one, two, four, five, and six box set that we chose to watch was episode two. Now, let me just say, this is the least logical movie you should watch if you're in this scenario. Like, <laughs> like why did why did we choose that one? Because it was the newest, maybe? Maybe that was part of the reason. Maybe. But but like my dad and I I wouldn't have known that it was the newest, and my dad wouldn't have known because you know, like I said, the Didn't way he attention anyway. Yeah. 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 And I was six or seven. So, you know, <laughs> I didn't really have an idea yeah. either. Um, but we watched this movie. I, I am in awe. I'm like, Whoa, what is like, what is this? Um, the first, like the Geonosis scene, gosh, I can't believe I'm like telling my story of star Wars and it's attack of the clones, but the geonosis scene in that in that movie i can like vividly remember as like what am i watching like i this is so cool um right. you know, maybe the even more lame thing that really drove home the thing that probably grabbed me the most about that first experience of star wars um it was the scene where so it's the battle between obi-wan and anakin and dooku after dooku has like tried to escape and you know they're they're kind of beaten, and then Yoda walks in, and I just remember being like, "Oh, <laughs> like is this about to happen?" And the moment Yoda like does that battle yell, like, yeah, yeah, and then starts like flipping around the room, like I, I realize Attack of the Clones. It, it honestly, amongst the original six movies, it's my least favorite to this day. But at the time, it was all I knew. And I was like, who is this green dude? Like, who looks insanely cool, flipping around the room, like, battling this guy with the red lightsaber. Like, this is amazing. So, part of the reason to this day I think Yoda is still my favorite Jedi um, is because of that moment in my life. I just was, like, in awe of what was going on. Um, and so, all that to say, I think the next episode I watched was episode one. <laughs> oh my god so i watched like two one four five six and i was thoroughly confused because i was seven but um i i remember you know not disliking any of them and just you know falling in love with it and and um of course darth maul was cool in phantom menace and then and then obviously you get to 
see who Vader is and you're like, dang, this is incredible. So kind of my kind of lame story. Uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> episode two holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> and that's, the, that's one of my favorite things about Star Wars is every generation has their Star Wars. You know, whether it is the original, whether it is the prequels or the sequels or now this new era of TV shows. And you you almost get you almost get just these answers you just like I never would have I never would have thought it would have been episode two for you. <laughs> so yeah. to know that that's that was your origin story just makes it even funnier to me and, and also makes sense too as well. Yeah. If I if I was seven years old when that came out and I saw a little Yoda jumping around like that, how do you I mean I was I watched that in the theater and I was freaking out when I saw Yoda do all that because you up until that point you know, you never seen Yoda fight. Yeah, you never seen him fight before. Um, so I had that building up to it. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, and, and I would also add to this. This is kind of circling back to my dad that he had, you know, he had chosen to show me these movies, and um, you know, me being like seven or whatever at the time, um, I, I'm an oldest child, right? And so if you're an oldest child, you'll definitely resonate with this. But uh, as the oldest, you are like you live much you grow up in a much more strict environment than maybe you do if you have younger siblings than they do um and so as a byproduct of that my dad showing me star wars at the age of seven my mom was like why are you showing that to him you know what i mean <laughs> you're right yeah, yeah. uh you know and so i just remember her getting upset at him after he showed me <laughs> but you know i'm thankful for it to this day and the ironic part is that if you lined up a cast of characters from that movie He'd probably be able to name two of them. So yeah, yeah, right. Uh, shout out to shout out to dad. <laughs> yeah, what a story. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we'll move on to me. So my memory is I'm a bit older than you, Ben. Um, so I had watched Return of the Jedi in the theaters. Mm -hmm. So, and I was very young. Uh, to this to this day, I'm wondering how did they get me to go to a theater <laughs> at that age? Because I was probably like five or something like that. I was really young. Yeah. Um, to go watch uh, Return of the Jedi in the theater, um, I was the same way as you as far as just being mesmerized by what I was seeing. Um, when you're five years old, you know you just don't know a lot of what to be what is to be seen in cinema. Um. But to see, you know, Luke with the green saber, I mean, you're seeing a hero, you know, you're seeing a hero, you know, a hero's tale. And the, Luke was my first, like, genuine hero growing up, mm. you know, when you, you see, and maybe I didn't understand all the ins and outs of the Empire and everything like that, but to see somebody that's um, taking their talents and doing good with it, that's what I always took away from early on Star Wars. And um, I remember going, and I, and honestly, that's I don't remember much because, you know, you're five, so there's, there isn't really much to remember at that when you're so young. Probably the experience more that. so, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, and, I, and I vividly remember, and this is kind of crazy, <laughs> I vividly remember when, when Vader was defeated and he was... They were essentially he was in the pyre basically, and he had his helmet on still, and so he was in the fire, and you know he was gone. That was 
<laughs> that was my first experience with death. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, so like that's where I learned that concept and what it meant. Um right there on the, the in the theater. Kind of a weird thing. You know, I I look back and that's where I was I mean honestly it scared me a little bit cuz I'm like this is not okay, you know. I know this is <clears throat> this is a crazy thing. So I know this is a crazy like origin story for a Star Wars, you know, fan. But I remember I vividly remember that and and being like accepting of it, you know, not totally scared of it, not totally um you know, I I did go check on my brothers and my parents a little bit more often, I will admit, you know. Um, but to have that knowledge so early, it was, it was just a funny thing that to realize that that's what affected me. Um, with my one brother, Jay, he was very much into Star Wars as well. So there was always kind of this bond that he and I had had um, because of it. And he had this one figure. It was my favorite figure of them all. Um it was the Lando Calrissian, the Skiff Guard one. Yeah, with the little helmet and the head of staff. And back then, that that's that was huge to have like removable pieces, you know, that you could, you know, that you could. So I remember just playing with that Lando Calrissian figure hours on end, literally just popping the helmet off and on and <laughs> j- jumping around. So that that the, those memories that like having that and and fast forward till today. Me and both me and my brother still do collect a lot of Star Wars like items, whether they're Funko Pops or figures, lightsabers, whatever. <laughs> and I got my one buddy who is also very into collecting things as well. So, um, and it's it's part of the collecting mind, you know, that me and my brother do have. I mean, you could throw anything that we think is cool in front of us, like, oh, I want to collect it now. So, I mean, that probably is part of it. Um, but that part of Star Wars, the merchandise and all that has always made, you know, piqued my interest because of that, of that first figure with the Lando Calrissian, you know, cause I remember how, how fun it was to, to have that figure in the house, uh, constantly playing with it. And, um, and to this day, it's just one of my favorites, um, that I've ever had that we, I've ever like, you know, played with, you know, when I was growing up. So, um, just those like little things. I I I look back and I I wonder what my parents would have said if like they knew like you're taking our our youngest. I'm the youngest of four. Our youngest son to go watch this watch this um movie where somebody essentially gets thrown into a fire at the end of it as <laughs> when they're dying. You know, so I, you know the same question, but um, but at the end of it, it's just it's it's those memories. And like my brother took me to that to that um to that showing and, and you know there's just those memories that definitely stick with me uh throughout my star wars fandomness yeah that's cool i really i really you know related especially what you said about luke where you know you walk away watching that that especially the sixth episode um just feeling like this is my hero you know uh and kind of you know same thing with han too to an extent um i know i know mm-hmm. you're a big han fan too um, yeah yeah that i yeah i can so i can really resonate with that because i think one of my biggest regrets about watching the prequels or i guess two of the prequels before i watched the original trilogy uh, is that i i wish i could have experienced that feeling without having seen the prequels 
You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. my first taste of Star Wars was, was like Anakin and Obi-Wan. So, mm-hmm. and this goes back to what you say as well about kind of like everyone has a different Star Wars experience. Because that was my first experience, like um, probably Obi-Wan more so than Anakin actually became like that hero figure for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually Yoda to a certain extent as well, even though he's obviously not in the films as much as the other two are. But mm-hmm. um, right. But yeah, we we especially as kids, we really connect, um, and it, and it goes beyond the the bounds of the film, and and to the point where it's like, wow, that is like someone I want to be like in real life. <laughs> right. How do exactly. I get a lightsaber? Right. And and you know, growing up, who didn't take their you know the leftover uh, tube from the from the paper towel? Oh yeah. And use use connect a few of those and make that a lightsaber. I mean, those yeah. were. Those were the thing. Those were our resources when we were like children. You know, like all right, well, I can't make my own lightsaber. We didn't have uh, galaxies as when we were growing up, so we <laughs> couldn't make our own lightsabers. Um, you just made do, and everyone knew that that was your thing. And yeah, it was just uh, and the people that enjoyed Star Wars just really enjoyed Star Wars. Like you know, like me, like my brother, like you, and your dad. You know, is it's just uh. And that's the one of the one of my favorites is when like families get involved with this stuff. Um, when we when I when I see one of my favorite stories. Okay, so I'm gonna go off of a tangent here a little bit, but because um, I just thought of family. So we we went to Star Wars Celebration 2019 because it was here in Chicago, and um, there are pins right that you can collect. Um, Disney, you know, Disney has this like whole like pin trading uh like community essentially where they're you know different pins that you could have um you know based off you know different star wars movies and all that um at the at the convention there was actually like convention exclusive pins that were there they're character pins so they were like little um little little like enamel like pin uh, enamel pins that you know just different characters like like han solo like leia like all of these people you know um, but you can only get them at certain like shops there at the convention. So I went to go collect all of them because that's what I told you I do. So I had to go get all the pins for for each of them. Uh, one of them was actually an Ahsoka pin. Oh. And the the way you got that was you had to buy something at the Funko um sta- uh the Funko um station. Um, and I was lucky to get some Funkos there, and they they essentially give you the pin for free if you buy the you know buy a certain amount whatever. So I got the Ahsoka one. I was super happy about it. Um, so I'm walking around and I put it. I put it on my lanyard. I'm one of these guys. I put it on the thing, you know, just to kind of show it off, whatever. But like I said, part of the part of the community is that you can trade with other people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, you got to like, you know, walk up to them and say, "Oh, hey, are you interested in trading this and all that, whatever." The Ahsoka one's a pretty sought after pin, as you would think, right? Um, so I'm walking around, and this this mom and this daughter come up to me. And the mom, the, the, you could tell the daughter is like really like nervous about something. And the mom's, the mom comes up to me and she, she says, Oh, we were wondering if you would be interested in trading. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, let's, you know, I could, I, I could trade something. And then, and then, you, then the mom kind of like shoves the daughter in front of her, like, Go ahead and ask him, you know, <laughs> she's probably about 11 or 12 years old, right? Like, Go ahead and ask him. And I'm like, And then she's like, Yeah, I was, I, I was interested in the Ahsoka pin. And in my head, I'm like, well, I don't want to trade that one. <laughs> That's the one that I want, you know. Um, but I, then I take a quick glance at what she has. 
just Ahsoka all up and down her lanyard. So I'm like, I can't not, <laughs> I can't not like trade this to this girl here, you know? Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, all right, well, you know, let's see what we have, you know? And then, so then the mom's like, oh, we have this Luke Skywalker one that, you know, was uh, exclusive at this blah, blah, blah. I have no idea if it's true or not, but you know, it's fine. Because I was going to trade it with her anyway, because it's about family. It's, you could see that this was very yeah. important to this girl. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You know, just here, you could take this. And you could, if you could just tell the amount of excitement, the, that she's like, yes, I got one. I got one. Cause like I said, those were kind of hard to come by. People were paying 90 bucks just to have that pin, you know? Wow. Um, but I'm just like, I don't, you know, whatever. It's just, it's just a pin. I get it. This girl really wants it. I'd rather her have it than someone who's going to sell it for 90 bucks, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's a, and that's why I kind of mentioned, you know, circling back of like, having the family involved with it, whether it's your dad or my brother, who, you know, this, this mom and this daughter, um, you know, Star Wars is for everybody. And it's, it's just so fun to, to see it um, bring families together, you know, in the ways that it has and much like I'm sure many fandoms have, but I'm, I'm not part of those fandoms. I'm part of the Star Wars one. And I've seen it time and time and again, you know, generations being able to talk to each other, like this common language of Star Wars. That's cool, man. That you probably yeah. gave that girl so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and I believe so. I mean, there, you know that that was one of the highlights of that. I mean, it was it was a fun weekend of all all things Star Wars. But yeah, that was definitely a highlight for me to to be able to be a part of that girl's uh, uh that family's uh, Star Wars experience. That's awesome. What was the what was the Funko Pop you got that for the pin? Okay, so so there were um exclusive Funko Pops as well that were only available at the convention. I think they only created a couple thousand. I don't remember how many. Uh, but the only way you were able to get them was through like this raffle um, mm -hmm. that you had to enter. <clears throat> so both, obviously, me and my brother were going to the to, uh, celebration. Uh, so we both... He doesn't really collect the Funko stuff, but I do. So he entered as well. He ends up winning the, the raffle. I don't. And he's like, do you want these? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Just please give it, you know. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you the email, and then you can just check in with it, whatever. So he sends me the email, and, I, you know, I check in. So the 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 exclusives were there, were, there were actually eight of them. There was, like, six of them that were, like, in this blue chrome, um, blue chrome style. And so they were, like, Boba Fett, Leia, Chewie, a Stormtrooper, Yoda and Darth Vader. So those were the f six that came with uh, like the exclusives. Then there were two other ones that were because it was the twentieth anniversary of um, Episode One, I believe. So um, there was also like a Darth Maul and a Watto one as well. So I picked up those. So I picked <laughs> up eight Funkos <laughs> for that. So they gave me that that Ahsoka pin in addition to that. Nice. I feel like Watto is the odd man out in that group of eight. <laughs> a I mean, a little bit. Yeah, because you just got like, you know, you got Vader, you got Yoda, and then you got Watto, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would, I wish it would have been a, it would have been like a Darth Maul and then like an Obi-Wan one. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. If that was the, uh, or uh, Qui-Gon or something. Yeah. Also, if, if anyone who's watching uh, on YouTube doesn't know who Watto is, uh, we'll throw a picture of him on the screen right now. <laughs> He's the guy who is like, hey, you want to buy some crane? You want to crane? It's no good out here. That guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's always uh, and these are stories that 
these are like typical stories of Star Wars. You know, like, you know, if you go to the conventions, if you talk to anybody who, you know, a bunch of people who enjoy Star Wars, you're going to run into these kind, kinds of fun stories, you know? Yeah. And then you could relate with, I mean, you weren't even there and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. You know, yeah. I got to We got to go to a Star Wars convention together at some point. I oh, feel like that yeah. would just be, yes. that would be so much fun. You know, they have like um at like celebration they have like podcasters like have their own like, channels and stuff like that yeah we gotta get, we gotta get us we gotta get us one of those <laughs> that's right um so I'm gonna kind of skip around on a question because I think it relates a little bit more to what we've talked about so far um so basically the question as I have it phrased is having been a Star Wars fan for the majority of our lives um do you view Star Wars any differently now? Than you did when you saw it as a kid so maybe like stepping out of like when that first time you saw it was and, and growing with star wars as more star wars content has been released um has that affected a how you see like the movies you you first saw as when you were younger but then b also just like star wars as a whole has that affected that mm -hmm. um with me i mean the more and I, you know we've talked about this before as well the more content that we end up getting, the more full the experience of Star Wars becomes. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, with our minds growing from five years old to you know our age is now, you know, um, of course it's going to develop. You know, things are going to pop out a little bit more. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of what I didn't see when I was younger to, compared to what I do see now was like, you know, imperialism government pol politics that whole side of things i really do focus up on now because you know these are important things these you know art is like this mirror to what we actually see in the real world a lot of the times mm -hmm. so i think that's what we you know what we can observe now as you know as you know elder statesman of uh, star wars as i as i am now you know um but to to see to see that and to understand those motivations and, you know, even having like this podcast where we talk about these, you know, each of these individuals, these characters, we're able to break it down a little bit more. I didn't really do that when I was younger. You know, I didn't really right. try to understand the motivations of a Lando, of a Luke, of Han or anybody, you know, it was just like these fun characters that have these droids that apparently can move stuff with their mind, you know, <laughs> so, and, and that was kind of it, you know. But uh, to see how, like, the Senate is involved and, you know, where the Jedi set in, you know, in all of that as well, you know, that the, and that was a big portion of the prequels mm -hmm. was that setup of, you know, the, the breakdown of the government and how they had to, or how the Emperor really took over things um, in order to build the Empire the way he did. So, um to, to be able to see it from that scope now and to, to see all of the content, like I said, the books, the comic books, the, um, the audio books, whatever, um, to see all that now, I, I just love it because it's just like, well, I, I understand that. Like when we watched that, that, um, tales of the Jedi together, mm -hmm. when we saw a little bit more of Count Dooku, it was, it was great because you're just like, now we see, yeah, we see that, that slow, not even slow, but we see that very, explicit you know kind of um rebellion towards of the jedi and what they were standing for at that time and then of course the obvious turn at the end but um just to just to see all of that and understanding that that's what these pieces that's what these um 
these TV shows, these new, you know, these new movies or books or whatever, that's what it's, it's filling in these gaps where mm -hmm. maybe you don't have time for a three hour movie to talk about. So we'll, we'll talk about it in here. So just, the, just the overall appreciation of that art form, uh, I think is, is, has been a huge thing for me to, uh, experience Star Wars in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those, uh, you know, the, that new Star Wars content, like I think we talked about this on another episode, but we were basically saying it's like the lost puzzle pieces that we knew they existed, but we just, you know, they just were never really there. And we could try to fill in the, the puzzle and fill in the blanks, but, you know, it was kind of up mm -hmm. to the imagination. And now they're like slowly giving us these puzzle pieces. And it's just like the most satisfying feeling of being able to step back and, and look at the puzzle now. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, another thing I was going to bring up with, with kind of a way. I think Star Wars, I mean, the, the politics thing was definitely one, and I was going to mention that as well, and so I'm glad you brought it up. Um, but also, I think our perspectives on it is probably different because you had the, the fortune of being able to see the original trilogy before the prequels, which I didn't, I, you know, I, I was not as, uh, as fortunate. And so I think because, you know, as as a you could you could have just let you know you could yeah have. I could have yeah <laughs> as as many um as many longtime Star Wars fans know um or probably experienced um the the general sentiment after Episode One was a that dude with the two double bladed lightsaber was sick but I hated the movie I think that was a lot of people going out of Episode One. Um, and the main sentiment or the main reason behind that sentiment was probably because of the political nature. I mean, you heard like all kinds of stuff like, why are we talking about trade routes and, and who is this, you know, confederacy of independent systems and why do we care? And how does this like, you know, it was hard to, I think at the time to, because I look at episode one um, and I, I've never had that same sense of animosity towards it. Um, as I think a lot of people who saw the original trilogy first did, and, and maybe some still do, although I think no, sh no shade at the sequels, but I think the sequels took a little bit of the heat off the prequels. Um, but yeah, that'd be something I'd be curious to, and, and maybe if, you know, if not on, on this episode, then definitely again in the future, if we, I don't know if we would want to do a political Star Wars episode, but, um, you know, Getting the most, the most downvotes ever on a video. <laughs> Thankfully, YouTube doesn't show downvotes anymore on the political episode. <laughs> but but yeah, I think probably just the sentiment, even having seen the original trilogy first versus not seen it first, would 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 very much influence your opinions on uh, the political nature of the prequel trilogy, specifically Episode One. Um, so that's also something worth noting. The other thing I was get completely unrelated to that um, is I think Star Wars over time, the way I view um, good and bad or light and dark is very, very different. And, and a, a little bit of that is a credit to the content that they've come out with over the past decade or so. Because um, I think they've kind of branched out from like this, you know, Jedi good, Sith bad, uh, which is probably, I mean, that's the general sentiment of episodes really well all, kind of the whole skywalker trilogy if you think about it um you know they venture out here and there and and i appreciate when they do that but i i think and 
part of it is age as well. But when you watch Star Wars as a kid, you're like, okay, Luke, Han, Leia, good guys. Like, those are the ones we're rooting for. Come on, Luke, Han, and Leia. Uh, Obi-Wan, good guy. Let's go. And then you see, like, Darth Vader. Like, okay, clearly bad guy. You know, nothing redeemable. Emperor, awful dude. Like, hopefully, you know, hopefully they lose. I want the, the good guys to win. And you operate from this very binary um, good and evil lens. And, and my favorite um, development, and, I, and this is kind of going to tie into my favorite Star Wars character as well, but my favorite development of um, Star Wars, specifically like the, the uh, non-movie content, like the Clone Wars and Rebels, especially those two, um, is the emphasis on everything isn't always black and white. And it's okay to operate within the gray. And, and, and even beyond that, like the gray characters, I think, are the most enjoyable ones. Because rather than having a, a grounded or a pre-placed sense of morality, you're almost like experiencing the journey with them and having to like go through this decision-making process and, and really delve into what is the right thing to do. Um, and, and is it just to blindly follow this side or blindly follow that side? Uh, it's or Usually it's somewhere in the middle. So having said that, just to kind of tie into my favorite Star Wars character, I think that's why I love Ahsoka. Um, and, and even before that, I loved Qui-Gon. But Ahsoka for me represents the pinnacle of Star Wars because um, not only is she a fun character, not only is she, you know... Um, it's enjoyable to go along this journey with her in the Clone Wars. And now, you know, we get to experience her own show. And, um, you know, she's been in other pieces of, like, Rebels of, of Star Wars content, too. But um, she she just, for me, represents this evolution of binary black and white, good and evil, to here's someone who, like, really struggled with this decision um, and ultimately still turned out great and is doing good things without being good from the uh maybe the traditional star wars lens if you will so just just the kind of the shift of, of light side dark side good and evil and and without going into a whole nother tangent of what is balance that's maybe something we can talk about sometime too but that that was something i wanted to to bring up and address as well so yeah and you know since you talked about your favorite character i'll go into mine and for mm -hmm. the same reason as well um as as fun it is as it's always good to have those like steady you know where these people stand you know where they supposedly stand you know the vaders the lukes you know you have that but then the people that operate just to manage just to get through everything through all of star wars um one of my favorite characters lando mm -hmm. because he is there to survive at some points and you know maybe he's a bit of a swindler maybe he, you know he's had a bit of a past here and there may not you know may not be exactly uh, above board but you know he's able to make do um i mean he was he was the leader of a friggin city you know <laughs> um somehow and you know just to, to know that he was able to get that to get that status to be able to work his way up into that you know um yeah got the official title was it um uh for a cloud cd i can't remember the official title he had there but um he 
and just he was just so cool about everything, you know. And and I think that's when you see Luke, Leia, Han, Vader, you know, the, the usuals that you see, you knew what they were going to do pretty much all the time, you know. Maybe Han to some extent, you have no, you, you know, he he'll he's a he he's a wild card. He's a wild card too. So maybe maybe him and Han, you know, him and uh, Lando definitely are in the same. Um, you could talk to them, talk about them in the same breath. But for those those people that are completely on either side, mm-hmm. you know, you knew what they were going to do with Lando. You never really knew. You're, you're, and that's what makes him interesting to me. You know, you're just like, mm, you know, not quite sure where he's going to land. So when when Solo came out and Donald Glover was cast as Lando, I was so excited. When I saw Lando back in Rise of Skywalker, um, Billy D. Williams, I was super excited for that. Um, and I mean, to have and to have that diversity from the cast, you know, I, I mean, I was, everyone else in the cast was, you know, predominantly white. To have somebody who is, you know, diverse enough, you know, we have a, a black male be able to, you know, hold his own within this this time as well was a huge thing for me now we didn't have asians running around uh star wars at that time but now we do which is incredible um so i'm i'm, I'm excited to see that where that's going to end up but that's that's kind of all i had back then to to be able to see that diversity so to see that that's like who you know i could who i could have been in the star wars uh, world for a little while was it was lando um i can't grow a mustache i'm not as quite as cool and smooth <laughs> as him but um, he was definitely some, and I told you that 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 figure that um, my brother had growing up with. I'm telling you that was a huge part of why I enjoy the franchise so much. It was because of those toys, of those figures, mm-hmm. and I mean up till this day, whenever so they do like a lot of re-releases of figures, um, and that was one of them that's been released like recently. So I'm like, oh, got to pick up now too. So yeah, I definitely uh, it's it's um, yeah. So he's definitely one of my favorites. Um, in the franchise because of that. Um, but, you know, just in the same breath, Ahsoka for me as well. Um, I, I wasn't, I came in kind of late with the Clone Wars uh, content. I started watching it after it was already done with season six or whatever, um, when it was on Netflix for that little while. So um, part of me feels like kind of like a poser <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, I love Ahsoka, but I'm like, I wasn't there when when you know uh she was kind of growing up in front of our eyes i wasn't there when there was the big reveal of her on rebels you know and you know you talk about how when you were watching uh when you watch your first uh movie of star wars compared to when i did yeah i had all of four five six you know with me and to see um the political side of things and how differently you and i look at it that's the same thing it goes for like phone wars for me like i i I had like a, a good amount of time where I, I was not necessarily against Star Wars, but I wasn't like watching the Clone Wars. I didn't watch any of it, you know, because I'm like, it's just too much. The clones didn't really interest me all that much. It was mm-hmm. it was prequel stuff after all. And I'm like, ah, I forgot the prequel <laughs> stuff, you know? Yeah. But then my buddies was like, you got to check this out. So I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. And then to to watch all of Clone Wars, to, to have caught up with the Rebels and everything like that, I'm like, man, if I would have seen ahsoka in rebels after watching like six seasons of her in in clone wars i would have totally freaked i would have been like oh my god it's ahsoka you know and so obviously i didn't have that moment i didn't have that excitement because clone wars to me was you know two months of binge watching you know where it was for a lot of people it was years of uh investment into this character so um that's why i say like star wars is for everybody and it's different for everybody 
Yeah, it's funny. I think for a lot of people, the first time they discover Clone Wars, um, you know, having those who are already previously Star Wars fans, it's such a funny feeling because you might go into it skeptical of it because it's an animated television show. Uh, but then you watch like two or three episodes and you're almost like upset at yourself that you hadn't watched it until this point. Because I mean, exactly my experience. I didn't start watching it probably until like season three was coming out, I want to say. I just, I mean, this is a small spoiler, but I think the statute of limitations has passed on this spoiler. It's like 10 years ago. Um, I think it, I think it was, it was season two or season three where they reveal Maul. And, uh, and I was like, you know, this, this <laughs> changed my per perspective on, on, uh, on Star Wars. I know it made a lot of people upset too, but you know, ultimately it turned out to be the right decision. I mean, the character is awesome and, and it, they just, yeah. it, it did so much for the show anyway. So that's the point where I kind of hopped into it and, and um, then I just watched every season from there on out when it came out. Nice. Anyways, um, great, okay. great stuff. Just not only movie content with Star Wars, but obviously with the past few years as well with the live action shows, but the, the animated shows, if you've never watched them, check them out. They're they're really fantastic. Um, and as a side note, just a small brief tangent. If anyone hasn't seen Star Wars Visions, um, speaking of stuff I was skeptical of that blew my mind, the there are a couple episodes. If you don't know what Star Wars Visions is on Disney Plus, um, it's directors um, who all it's all separate directors. These nine mini episodes. They're each 15, 20 minutes long max, um, and there's just like completely separate stories in every episode. Um, and if you have not watched them, they're all like uh, inspired by anime more or less. And I I've never in my life been more skeptical of something that I've ended up loving than Star Wars Visions. Um, watch the first episode, and if you're not hooked, I just, it is is such a good show. Anyways, sorry, I, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> I, if we're talking about a Why We Love Star Wars podcast, yeah, well, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's important to throw the stuff in there that, that really surprised us too. And, and for me, that was Visions. Um, okay, so one other thing I wanted to, to be sure we, we got in here. Um, if you met someone who never in their life had, let's say they had never even heard of Star Wars, much less seen it, um, you get one to two sentences to give this person a pitch for why they should watch Star Wars. And maybe as like an extra piece of this question, uh, the I'll add in the age-old question, like what movie or what order should you uh, watch them? Okay. Uh, I, I don't even know what I would say, honestly. Like, if I'm only allowed one to two sentences, but I'd have to think right. about it. Do you do you have an idea of what you would uh, what you would tell uh, the person? I would say my first sentence would be what? <laughs> How? Sentence two <laughs> would be do it. No, no I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> do it. Do it. Strike me down. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a tough that's a tough. I mean, one to two sentences. I I would definitely just go into i can't do one to two sentences honestly <laughs> we are very long-winded here on this podcast we know this so <laughs> one to two sentences is not happening um i mean i would i would just go into you know like you know what kind of movies and shows do they like and you know a lot of that is 
probably have you know star wars probably has some influence on it you know i mean that this is a cultural phenomenon you know when we were growing up a lot of the things that came up you know from it or you know and i'm sure it pulled from other things so it was it's a part of cinematic history you know mm. and to be able to experience it and understand it and it's just i you know we could barely get we could barely talk about a 30 minute andor episode within an hour you know yeah. we, we, we that's how much we talk about it you know so to be one to two sentences here would be tough um so i i think a lot of it would just be um you know oh gosh there's just so much i, I don't know what would you say i don't know i mean it's yeah. almost it's almost it's i think it's most tough because you're almost doing a disservice to the thing you love by trying to encapsulate all of it into a single breath um right. I mean, ultimately, I think, you know, whatever you say, it comes from a place of the fact that you have, like, fallen in love with this thing that really, in the grand scheme of things, um, like, started as this idea from one dude's head uh, almost 50 years ago. And now it's become this, like, massive hit success uh, and, like, cultural phenomenon, like you said. And, um, and I'm probably going more than one to two sentences. I mean, you get the you you get everything from it. It's like an epic tale of of good and evil, but also extends just beyond like the light and the dark, and and you really get to explore the depths of of um, of what is the right thing to do, and you get to go on these journeys with these characters, and um, you just like you fall in love with them, and it's it's really um, I wish I could think of a good word to use, but just almost overwhelming to the point where it's like anytime there is new star wars content you get you feel like it's christmas honestly yeah <laughs> like it, it is it is the coolest feeling to um you know have been whether you've been a fan of the franchise for a day or um you know more than four decades it is the coolest feeling to be able to experience star wars in whatever context it may be um either for the first time or even again um you know whether it's you know the the 25th time i've seen revenge of the sith or whether it, i'm watching uh tales of the jedi for the first time and having my mind blown it's it's equally as um as entertaining and enjoyable and and you know it keeps us coming back because we we love it it's awesome star wars that that was my pitch, and it was definitely longer that than two good. sentences. <laughs> that but, was good. Uh, that was good. Made me want to watch it again. Is what did, yeah. What you're saying is we're staying up after the podcast and watching Attack of the Clones, right? Yes. Let's go <laughs> and, be, and be like, we may just forward right to that fight, though. Let's just do that. <laughs> you're telling me you want to skip over the uh, the first half of Attack of the Clones? What? <laughs> I don't know, man. Django Fett, Camino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um. For the sake of time, because we are trying to um, get into a, a new kind of habit or format of trying not to go over an hour if we can help it. Um, I've got three trivia questions here for us. They are, the, the title of the article is the 25 stuffest, stuffest, 25 toughest Star Wars trivia questions in any galaxy. So not only ours, but also the galaxy far, far away, presumably. Um, I'm just gonna scroll to a random one and we'll answer it together. I think is we'll do, we'll right, maybe okay. do three of them. 
right, I'm closing yeah, my yeah. eyes. What do we get? Oops, I accidentally looked. I keep scrolling to the answers instead of the questions. <laughs> Hold on, let me. Cheater. Okay. Okay. Here's our first one. And if you're if you're watching this along on YouTube, um, you can play along and, and try to guess some of the answers in the comments. Let us know how you did. Also, additionally, like back to the previous segment, um, it, throw throw your favorite Star Wars character down in the comments too. That's something I was also really curious to see what people would say uh, in response to that question. And and maybe if you uh, if you want why that's your favorite Star Wars character. Um, okay, but back to the trivia. In which movie does the camera pan back up after the crawl? I feel like I've seen this as like a a question before somewhere. In which movie? Oh wait, is this giving away the answer? It shows the picture of the crawl, and I don't know if it's the actual answer to what the question is. So, <laughs> so I I don't actually know if that's right, but I'm gonna refrain okay. from answering just in case it is. Okay, okay. I I feel like it's a prequel one for some reason, so I'm gonna go. But you know, I I couldn't tell you which one it would be. Um, I'm gonna go with episode three. Camera panning down. Camera panning down. I feel like usually there's like a huge star destroyer right after it. I'm yeah. gonna. Ooh. Okay. I I don't want to give an answer just in case the thing they they showed is correct. Wait, what did you guess? I said episode three. <laughs> it's not three. It's episode two. Oh. Episode Again. episode two is getting so much love this episode. <laughs> yeah. We, we should just rename our podcast episode "Attack of the Clones." Why it is the best. Yeah. Actually, we should just rename it Sand. Sand. <laughs> All right, two, two more questions. What's our next one? Okay, okay. What was the original name of the first Star Wars movie when it went into production? I feel like I know this. Isn't it? Oh, it's got something about the wills. Um, oh, it's Carding like the wills? I think it has like Luke Starkiller in the title. It's, oh. It's like um, Luke's. Starkiller, Guardian of the Wills, or something like that. Guardian, Luke Starkiller, Guardian of the Wills, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we, no matter what it is, I think we get half a point for getting Wills in the title. Yeah, I I, maybe so. maybe Luke Starkiller wasn't in it. Let's see what it is. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Luke Starkiller is in the title. Nice. Uh, it's not Guardian of the Wills. It's Journal of the Wills, Journal. and the original complete working title this would not have gone over well with like the movie corporations listen to how long this is adventures of luke starkiller as taken from the journal of the wills saga one the star wars <laughs> sign me up I'll, I'll throw a picture on screen of the original uh <laughs> the original movie poster this thing looks pretty cool actually i'm not gonna lie <laughs> nice all right, uh, third and final question. What do we got We're here? Totally well, by the way. I'm just letting you know. What did you say? We're doing real well. Yeah. We're doing real yeah. well right now. Just yeah. Okay. Sign us up. I feel like I know this one too. What does ATAT -AT stand for? So if you don't know what an ATAT -AT is, that's oh, the. I should know this, but I don't fully know it. I know it's um the walkers on Hoth in the beginning something... of episode five. I think it's something... all terrain. All-terrain something transit? Uh, attack? Attack transit? Attack transit? All-terrain attack transport? That doesn't sound Trans right. Transport? I'm I'm fairly certain... All-terrain uh, is definitely correct, I think. 
Yeah, because if you think about it, I think there's also ATSTs. Mm -hmm. um, All-terrain. Strategic transport? I don't know. Attack. Attack transport? Should we go? Should we lock it in? I don't think that's right. I don't think it's right either, but... Look at us, like, saying we're Star Wars fans and why we love Star Wars yeah, and yeah. we don't know what ATAT -AT stands for. <laughs> All-terrain automated? No. I think it's attack. No. I think it's uh, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Um, assault? I think it's assault, actually. I like assault. I do like assault. All-terrain assault. Assault transport. transport. Transport doesn't sound right to me. Yeah, yeah. Assault. Traveler. <laughs> this is going to drive me nuts that we can't get this. <laughs> I'm going to see it and be so upset, and I don't want to scroll down. This is fine. This is fine. Okay. All, all, what are we locking in? All-terrain assault. All-terrain assault. Transport? I don't think that's right. Transport, but... I guess. Yeah. Okay. It is all. Oh, we were so close. It's it? it's all terrain armored transports. Armored, armored. What was our other guess? Not assault. It was a uh, attack. It's attack. Attack. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. We were, we were seventy five percent right. <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah, I mean mainly right. Well, I could tell you which one it was. You know. <laughs> yeah. If, if it was between that and a, a, a speeder bike, I would have known. You know. Yeah. <laughs> If you uh if you enjoy these trivia questions, we might potentially throw throw some more in into a couple of the next That's episodes. <laughs> Did we go over three technically on that? Yeah, over three. We're the best. All right, Joey and I are gonna study up before the next episode of the podcast. You heard it here. Yeah, that's that. That I mean, that's we're learning. You know I mean, even <laughs> even even through all this, we could still learn more about Star Wars. That's there what's you go. Weird about it. Well, um. Fitting everything we love about Star Wars into a single hour would not be possible, but we attempted to. We tried our best. But Joey, you you have any uh, final thoughts on on the the why we love Star Wars episode? Like I said, Star Wars for everybody, um, generations and it crosses generations. It, it crosses against countries, genders, nationalities. Everybody, you know, it's it's there's a place for everybody, you know, and I think that's what we got to remember. Um, no gatekeeping here. This is, you know, we enjoy, we enjoy having these conversations with everybody about it. And, you know, that's how it should be with Star Wars. There's, and that's, that is what it all means to me. Definitely. Yeah. We, we, uh, we love having these conversations. We enjoy it. We love Star Wars and we appreciate you for listening. We hope you would enjoy it too. Uh, again, new episodes of the Hoth Hangout podcasts come out every single Thursday morning. Uh, at a 11 a.m. Eastern time. Is that correct? I think that's what time we release these. Um, <laughs> yeah, I always forget. That's not yeah. far, right. 11 a.m. Eastern time on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Or if you want to watch the video version of the podcast, check it out over on the YouTube world. Hi, YouTube. We're closing in on 50 subscribers. So if you uh, want to subscribe for free and support the channel over on YouTube, feel more than welcome and encouraged to do that. We would greatly appreciate it, friends. Uh, again, if you ever want to get a hold of us or reach out to us with a question or, or just a comment, um, we're available over on Twitter at Hoth Hangout, or you can shoot us an email, hothangout at gmail.com. Um, I think that's about all we got. We really appreciate you listening to this episode. This was, again, a fun one for us because we love Star Wars. Uh, Bad Batch coming next month. Mando Season 3 coming in February. Next season of Visions coming in the spring. Ahsoka later in 2023 and the Acolyte in 2024. Lots to be excited about, including Lando, hopefully also coming in 2024. 
uh, we'll see if we maybe get more info on that sometime soon but uh, again appreciate y'all listening thanks for listening to the this episode of the hot hangout podcast joey sign us off what you got may the force be with you <laughs> <laughs> see y'all <laughs>